Listen, listen, listen. Who told you that? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Who Told You That? Thank y'all for being here another week. Appreciate y'all. You know, sometimes in life, you got to practice being present. I feel like we're oftentimes we're living in a false reality. We're always living in this what if. What if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? When really all we have is now. What if is not even here? It is a false reality. So I think we need to be more present. And that's what we're going to take a dive into uh, today. And my guest speaker, Rebecca Trujillo, is who is amazing singer, songwriter, producer, has a great philosophy about life. We're going to take a, a trip with her on her journey to traveling the world, writing her first album. What was her favorite place? Her building her studio. And make sure you stay tuned until the end because she has a special offer for those who live in California and will also be playing one of her tracks at the end. You're going to be so encouraged. But first, let's get into a message from today's sponsor. Today's message is brought to you by musicandlifemindset.com. Are you a singer-songwriter or an artist who wants to learn how to produce their own songs? Or maybe you're a producer who wants to build more modern tracks, build up your catalog, get more clients, and maybe even get the right mindset about production. You want to learn a faster workflow? You want to learn from industry experts who are killing the game and finding success and getting their songs in TV, film, and ads? You want to hang with an amazing community of people who have fun every single week? Do you want to have one of the dopest, most disrespectful producers in the universe right. walking alongside of you? Then you need to head on over to musicandlifemindset.com, hit that subscribe button right now, and find out more about Music and Life Mindset Academy. Make 2022 your year to be the producer of all time. What you waiting for? Do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest today. A guest who uh, I had the privilege to mentor. It's one of my students. Uh, we have Rebecca Trujillo. Did I say your last name right? You did. All right, kudos to me. Um, <laughs> she's a singer, songwriter, amazing songwriter, amazing artist, amazing human being. Um, and she's going to tell us more about her life and her studio, Earth Star Creation Center, right? Correct. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear more. I love your outlook on life. I love having you uh, in my class. I love the music you share. I listen to the playlist you sent me, which is amazing. It's some very therapeutic music. I can just sit and, uh, as uh, Chuck said when we were listening to it in, in the class dismissed, uh, just lowers your blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful oh. thing. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't happen when you listen to music. Some of the music I listen to actually raises my blood pressure. Then which I is go, good. Which is good as well. And then some of the music I listen to makes me want to go slap somebody because it's, you know, it's just raging. <laughs> right. Right. With love. All kinds of though. music. Slap with, with love. love. Right. So, like Rebecca, my sister. <laughs> tell us more about what you do and how you've come to do what you do. And, you know, we'll get into your outlook on life and everything like that. But start oh. off telling us what you do. Okay. So I'm a songwriter. I'm a producer. And um, I own a recording studio. Co I co-own a recording studio here in Venice, um, California, uh, in, in L.A. And it, it's right on uh, Rose Avenue. So it's a fun location, just a few blocks from the beach. I used to live in Venice, so that's why this was a, a place that we were looking at. And this is before Venice got real pricey and everything. It was still kind of 
bohemian and the prices were low and we bought the building. We It was like a really kind of a thrashed up two part duplex and we just gutted it and we made it soundproof and put a lot of love into it. And I was pregnant and I was like doing little decorations on the cement when we poured the cement. And so just, there's a lot of little detail in this place that did ourself. And there's, there was this really cool Topanga guy who's the contractor and he just, he's like, you want to upside down a Viking boat? Sure. Let's do it. (laughs) So if you, if you come and you look at the outside, it kind of looks like an upside down Viking boat on the, like the, so it's a cathedral ceiling now we made it. Um, for acoustic reasons so when you're in the live room which is also floating and so is the control room what that means is there's a room within a room and it's just like little uh these little kind of spacers that just kind of help it vibrate and the reason for that is because this is one of the freeway air freeways going to around from the santa monica airport and around so it gets really loud Okay. I, yeah, I wouldn't even know how to answer that question. You want an upside down Viking boat? I don't know what I what I want or what I need, but sure, I'll take it. Where are we selling off to? <laughs> right. You we're selling off to I think to the Netherland of like Valhalla and we're gonna sing our heart out with the Valkyries or something. I don't know. So is this no. your first studio that you all had? Yeah, this is the only studio. I mean, wow. I we we've always had like little home stuff home like home studio okay so i grew up in santa fe new mexico and i grew up playing my families they all play an instrument and my mom is the music lover and she got us all into it so i i learned guitar really young and sang and so she would make me come out with my guitar and sing for people or or they we went through spanish dancing so we'd have to go and perform for like people that were visiting our house it was it was a little embarrassing, but it, maybe it was also kind of good. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, long story short, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't, I came to LA and I did not bring my guitar. I started working, got my way into working at Warner Brothers and did worked with design and animation art. And then fast forward, I, I went travel. I took a hiatus from that and I went traveling, and I was really inspired by LA music and musicians so I, I was like I need to get back into this so I I got a little backpacker guitar those little thin Martin ones and mm-hmm. I just went traveling around the world and I wrote my first album um and inspired by everything I was feeling and seeing and that was my first album that I recorded when I came back wow you traveled around the world to write your first album right so what what was the what do you think is the best place that you, your favorite place that you visited? What inspired you the most? India. What, India. I've never yeah. been to India. Uh, Varanasi. I, I would call it hauntingly beautiful because yeah. if you go to the ghats where they bury the people and they bury them alive, they, they I mean, not bury them, they don't bury them alive. <laughs> what they do is they bury their bodies. <laughs> I was gonna say yes. That that does handle the haunting part. No, no, no. It does. It does. They would bury their bodies. I I mean, they would flame up their bodies like Vikings. Like they would, you know, they and then they would push them out to sacred Ganges rivers, you know. And so, uh, 
and that and there would always be this mist i went on a boat and there was like this mist and it was just gorgeous and i just always felt very mystical there and yeah. I, and the dead the people the, the bodies burning didn't bother me but i think it it spooked some people and there was uh the old people they go there they retire they go and follow a guru and they they stay with the guru till they die a lot of them not everyone but it's really beautiful culture and i learned a lot um i never had a guru myself it was more about just learning different ways of being i guess on this planet and mm-hmm. experiencing you know sure i went through europe and i went you know and i've i've been to different parts of you know, I, we also went to Nepal. I say we, I was traveling with my friend at the time, Osher, who was, she took her didgeridoo and I had my little backpack and guitar. We were quite a pair. And the way I was able to pay for that was I was also a henna artist. So I would, I took like a little kit with this beautiful rolled up design element. And my friend, she's just absolutely gorgeous. So I would use her as my model and I would paint on her. And then we start bringing in, everybody wanted a henna. So it was like I made a lot of money just traveling around through the summer and up to India. That's amazing. That was going to be my next question because I want to travel the world. I'm like, how'd you pay for this, Rebecca? How'd you pay for this? You, you, you got to have a lot of like spirit and I just, you know, we showed, okay, this is like one of those first moments where I'm with my friend Osher. We, sh- we showed up in Barcelona after being in Wales with some friends and she, she, she's, started like kind of barking at me like why did you talk me into this mm-hmm. we're, we're just spending money we're this is like a, the dumbest idea i'm like just just give give it a second like just give it some time trust me and then it all worked out that's amazing yeah that does take a lot of um courage to do that yeah so yeah, it it's, it's cool to see that you you stuck with it even with your friend barking at you like yo what what are you getting me into <laughs> what what made you come up with that idea to to travel the world? Like, were you just sitting there like, I think I need to do this? Like, what what state of mind were you in when you decided to just to take that leap? Well, when I was working at Warner Brothers, it felt so corporate and I felt so I felt so um, trapped, like as an individual, as a human being, even though Warner Brothers is a fantastic company, you know, and I a lot of the people I worked with were really amazing and creative and I just have great memories for sure. But there was something inside of me that needed to be let loose, you know, and I've always had that. That's why I left Santa Fe and that's why I've done what I've done to get to this point is I've made some decisions based on there's something more and I want to like explore and feel something that's needs to be explored. And maybe what I want to come to full circle is you really don't have to go anywhere to get there. You could, you could stay where you're at, you know, Louisiana, Mississippi, or, you know, India or whatever, you could stay where you're at and get to that place. It's just, I myself had to travel and experience and see and touch and feel and smell and sing and breathe and everything. Well, we're, we're all uh, such a gift that you give us through your experience, especially through your music. Like, listen to your music. I can hear, I don't know, I can hear kind of your journey. It's amazing. Like the elements you incorporate, all of those things. I can definitely, what you talk about, I can hear your journey through your music. You capture it very well. 
And so I love that. It feels, it's very wholesome. Wholesome. That's a great word to use. Wholesome is <laughs> what your music is. And I love it. And so thank you. What is your process for like when you are starting to write a song and stuff like that? Like what's your process and produce a song? Well, um, before, before anything, I think that I was, when I was, I'm just, I've gone through different phases of songwriting, but, um, I think the message is first the feeling, what I'm feeling, my message, whether it's an out, outside message or an inside message, I take that thought and I, I, st- I, I feel it, whether the music comes out first or I write it. And so it's usually, I don't have a plan. I just, it's easier for me to just pick up the guitar first and, and, or start writing. And I don't, I kind of channel it. I really do. I don't, I don't try to overthink it. I just kind of, I don't even plan the chords, like what's happening mm-hmm. on my fingers. And I'm like, okay, that sounds great. And I'm able to kind of pull in a tune and then weave it into the words. And the message is important because the reason why I like to the reason what gave me strength and what gave me my my voice in the in a in a stronger larger capacity not 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 my the sound but just the message was because of the something that means something to me like something deep whether it's uh something connected to my spirit or soul or connected to something that people are feeling where where maybe they're feeling pain or they're not you know to talk to sing about it you know people are suffering or life is beautiful um breathe in breathe out um surround yourself with sunlight you know and bring that in so just these are messages that i do in my music and hoping that not just for myself because sometimes when i hear my own message and i i it brings it back to myself so kind of doing it for myself but i'm also doing it to explore and share with y'all, you know, like just, this is what we're doing together. We're doing this journey to get this life sapien journey together and pull it together that way. No, I love that. I can definitely hear that in your music. Like, I love that there's really, there's a plan, but there's no plan. And you just go with the flow. I can definitely sense that. And how this, share this with the listeners, how this podcast interview came to be, because we were on a listening session in my uh, class and... (laughs) Rebecca played her song and we all just chilled out. I mean, we just <laughs> sat there and we just listened to this song. And when we were done listening, we just had so many beautiful things to say about the song, the message, and even what you shared about that song, you being present in life, which we'll hit on more. And then after she played the song, we just sat there and just told her how disrespectful she was, which is... <laughs> That is is a great term to be disrespectful because that means that you've done something really great. I flipped the narrative of disrespectful. (laughs) Um, And then we played it again before we got off the call because we were like, who wants to hear it again? And we were like, we all wanted to hear the song again because that's how amazing it was and how you captured everything in that song. Like we just really felt it. And we just said that lowered our blood pressure. It really lowered the stress. So it was amazing. Um, and then I love what you shared. If you can share that, because it was about being present, even right. in the midst of, you know, negative things happening. And yeah. Right. So that. I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking, I'm in a writing class and I'm talking to the, the person that I was matched up with and I had never met her before or written with her before. And we started off with the Zoom meet 
and we actually we started was it the zoom meet or a phone call and what is that i, I don't remember that writing class go ahead and give them a shout out okay oh it's uh, justina's three month challenge more of me nice um, justina from she's from Uni- uh unicorn, unicorn sea yeah and she is really fabulous. I, I totally recommend her writing class. It's nothing like you would expect. You're not going to sit down and, oh, we're going to write now. It's it's really hardcore stuff. You're going to be crying. You're going to be sharing. You're going to, you're going to be exposing yourself naked, but, but with your clothes on still. That's pretty much sums it up. That's beautiful. I actually did. I did her 30-day um writing prompt challenge, which I didn't get to participate um, as much as I wanted because I just got super slammed. But even it was just 10 minutes a day. um, So it was easy to participate. So I did participate in some things, but I loved her prompts, her everything she's doing. It's it's great. Like I love her personality as well. So kudos to Justine. And she's so young and she just, she's doing this in a brave way. Like she's, you know, showing up. And so what I was saying that day was here I am writing this song with this woman, Patricia, and she uh, she's actually we're talking and we're kind of grooving together about the cue that morning, which was how not to bring in how, how to not how, how to just be without bringing in all the stress in. How, how can you what what do you do in your day or in your life to just be? without like bringing it all in and affecting you all the time. So that was our cue. Um, I'm kind of, I'm, I don't have the exact verbiage of the cue, but that's this, that's the idea. So we were talking and as we're talking, Patricia's writing it. And so that she, she came up with the format and the words beautiful after our phone call. And um, then I was on a little like mini, mini trip for the weekend in Santa Barbara. And I just, I had I made I brought my little like laptop and a little mic and a guitar and so I was in my little interface and I was like coming up with the tune to the song and saying it and it just the first take I liked it immediately and so I I recorded the guitar part and then when I got back to home which is in Palisades now Pacific Palisades I did the vocals and um then I had a friend help me just kind of clean it up a bit and then I submitted it to Patricia and she loved it. She goes, I want to, I think we should produce this. Mm-hmm. So, and so I, I went ahead and produced it. Yeah. That one I, I co-produced with uh, John X Valetis, who um, also helped start Earthstar at the time. And he's also part of this group of songwriters and, you know, beautiful musicians, beautiful souls. So I, I got started um, with, catch the moon because john tried it out and then i was like this sounds so interesting so Mm -hmm. i tried it out yeah 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 shout out to catch the moon they've they've birthed so many things (laughs) right and a shout out to you because you were one of the mentors for it Yeah. and yeah so thank you nick and and how how our journey stayed with you because you not everyone i mean everyone had like offered their little doses of messages or you know, come and join us for this or whatever. And I jumped on yours right away. Yours is the first one I jumped on and I, and I've loved it ever since. I don't always, I'm not always able to like show up on the zoom, but I'm, I love it. I love what, looking at your messages. I love your connection with people. I I just, even though you, you sh- certainly are disrespectful in class for sure. 
but you 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 make everyone laugh. But you, what I love about your class and the way you work with people is, I know it could be a harsh thing is getting into sync and the industry of it all. But you take the time to listen to the whole song with great care, and you um, give really amazing feedback. You're not always like, oh, this is perfect, but you you definitely give the right kind of feedback, leading them, leading us to a place where we can bring the song up in a better, higher place. And, but you give the, that sweet care into that, which I, I kudos to you. And thank you for that. Thank you. That, that means a lot. I, I really love what I do. And I actually like, I learn a lot from my students, like from you, like your outlook on life and what you share. And I don't know, it really blesses me. So I love what I do. It's like a give, it's like a give take thing. It's like, you know, I'm giving and then, but I'm also taking so much from you all. Uh, and I just, I love it. It's amazing. When I play your all songs, I'm, I'm always inspired. I'm always inspired to just go and create more, but also to give more. So I love it. And thank you for being on this journey with me. Like, thank you for jumping in, um, you know, the ventures that I'm on. And I'm, I'm always rooting for you, for you too. So thank you. It means a lot. Thank you. Yeah. And so what is, would you say, one of your biggest lies that you've had to overcome in your belief system? This is a question I ask all my guests. Oh, you might not like the answer, but. um, Hey, this is about real, raw (laughs) honesty. This is this. So this podcast is about us all coming together no matter what. So please share the answer. (laughs) When I was 16, 15 years old, 16 years old. I, I was raised in the Catholic Church and um, certainly, certainly love my mom and dad and my family who still are Catholic. And I even went to church. I, I, we have a friend, Catholic priest, his father Prieto, father Frank Prieto in Santa Fe, amazing and funny. So I, I definitely have the culture in me of like mm-hmm. Hispanic, Northern New Mexico, Catholic upbringing for sure. I had all that, but there was a there was a point, and this is kind of an interesting, and I won't go too long on it. But there was a point when they were trying this open room confessionals, where you could like confess your sins in a, a group of like four or five or six, and the priest. And I think they tried it out, like maybe seeing what would happen, and probably people like me made an no, no, this is not a good idea. I think the first thing I asked was why is sex a sin. And so, you know, why is it a sin before marriage, blah, blah, blah. And the priest really could not answer that. This was not Father Frank at the time. He probably would have answered great, but um, priest couldn't answer that. And then I was kind of like shut down. Like I was, you know, was I was never really given an answer and I was never really nurtured in that moment. And because, you know, when you're 16, 17 in that age and turning 18, like it took a few years, but. I kind of just on my own said, that's it. I am no longer Christian, (laughs) you know? And so what, or Catholic really, but it kind of was to me the same thing Mm -hmm. because, but I did go on a whole Jesus quest. Like I read, like, you know, like the Dead Sea Scrolls that had writings with, you know, words of Jesus. And so I was always loving the Jesus thought, like I loved you know, some of his wisdom and the words and everything. So I definitely followed Jesus as a being, but I also followed Buddha and I also followed the teachings of other great leaders. And so I would say that I'm more 
I'm more like a spirit being kind of floating around all of you and all your belief systems are not yours, Nick's, but everyone's. And I just kind of, I take what you, what you want to give and I, I, and, and no judgment, whatever it, whatever works for everyone is great. I never really had a guru, you know, I've definitely gone to some ashrams and studied with some gurus, but I never, I would say this is my philosophy. You're your own guru. You're your, mm. you ultimately, you are your own teacher. You're the answers are all within you. And that's kind of like, the, I wouldn't know if I, if I answered the question right about the lie. I suppose what I think the lie that I don't respond with is when people will teach a certain way of a wisdom, but don't follow it. You know, mm. that's the big lie. I pre I, I agree with that. You know, Hey, preach, do what you preach, please do what you preach. No, I, love, I appreciate you sharing that. And this is actually, so part of the big reason for this um, podcast is because, I don't know, I feel like there's so much division and right. on who told you that, you know, it's like, why should I be threatened by what you believe? You know, like, for Unless right. it's unless it's gonna harm me, or some, unless it's gonna harm me, like if you believe that you know a certain race should die, then that in that case, I'm like, listen, I don't. I'm, <laughs> but on this journey, we all have different belief systems. We all think different ways, and so I just want to bring people together. It's like I know where I stand in my beliefs, and right. I know where you stand. I know where other people stand, and I still choose. I love you. I can take bits and pieces from what you believe. And it actually can bless me. I can take bits and pieces from your mindset, your journey, and it can bless me. And I hope the same thing for me, you know, bits and pieces from what I believe and from my journey can bless others. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that. And like, I just love people to be real and honest and don't feel judged with whatever you believe on your journey. Cause at the end of the day, it's your journey. And I think you've just, uh, bless my audience with some great takeaways from your journey. And I appreciate that. And like you said, I feel like I just want to encourage everybody, even if you, whatever you believe, like set on on a journey to really like dig deep into what you believe. Like, why do you believe what you believe? Why do you love what you love? All these things. So I love that you traveled the world and, you know, and it brought you this perspective and you can definitely hear it in your music. You can see it in your demeanor and everything you do and in the way that you you speak and everything. And uh, I just think you're an amazing human being. <laughs> that's that's amazing to hear. I, I really just really vibe off of you, you know? Um, I think that's what it is. It's like, I, I'm not gonna go live in a cave, you know, isolated. I'm a, I'm a human. And I love human contact and I love colors and we all have our colors, our, whether they're the religious colors or the spiritual colors or the musical colors. And I love all of it. I love, I love sitting with, you know, Father Frank and Santa Fe and listening to him, you know, talk and giggle and laugh. And he plays the piano and sings too, you know, he's great. And I, I just think it's all beautiful. I don't, I don't, there's no judgment. Um, I think it's just when, I think it's the individual individuals should believe and go for what they want. Mm -hmm. And like you said, as if it's giving them something back and it's true to them, then I would say, amen to that, you know? And I would say same for the people that want to follow their path and 
find something different than maybe what they were brought up to understand. And maybe, maybe some of it works for them, but maybe they need to go and find on their own a wider view and more acceptance of yourself. And I think that's what it is. If you can come back to a place where you can accept yourself, then you can accept others. And going back to that song was like, let it be easy. Like how, how can we write music together, whether it's for sync or for, Mm -hmm. you know, to get into this world of like connecting with our music, how can we make it be easier? You know? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that definitely goes into loving yourself. (laughs) Loving yourself and also accepting other people and not being afraid to hear someone else's point of view and accepting maybe even into your music somehow, you know? Mm, I love that. You know, there's actually a scripture that says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I always looked at that scripture like, well, if I don't know how to love myself, I'm definitely not going to know how to love my neighbor. <laughs> but the also beautiful thing about that scripture is um, my neighbor not may not believe what, what I believe. So I don't know. There's so many things in within that that I just looked at like, well, my neighbor doesn't have to think like me. But in order right. for me to really love my neighbor, I have to know who I am. I have to really love me. And so as I grow to love me, I'm able to love my neighbor. I'm able to accept my neighbor and just have a good time with my neighbor, you know, anybody. And so Exactly. Yeah. I was I was just with my brother-in-law and um right away because my sister's going through health her her body's in stress and she she got diagnosed with cancer and mm-hmm. this is tough. It's all very new because my mom just passed away 6 months ago and how to be there with each other even when sometimes there's opposition with family and thinking. So let's say, so I show up, you know, and some of the first things are, you know, questions about how I, how I look at the vaccine and all of this. So I just said to him, I said, look, I said, I don't have all the complete answers, but I do follow science and I can refer you to this podcast of, of great scientists that are nonprofit that don't, you know, completely biased but even then there was still a little like pushback and I said why don't we just agree not either to agree not to not to agree disagree not to disagree you know so I kind of threw him on that one Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh but I think it calmed him down a bit like I think there's ways to talk to each other where you don't if it's not the right place to engage in terms of like a we don't have to have all the answers with each other we could we could have the answers for ourselves, but I don't necessarily have to try to convince you or you or you, you know, I could just, I could say, if you ask me a question, I can answer it as best as I can. And if that brings you some kind of wisdom or inner peace, I would love that. But if I don't have all the answers, I'm going to say, I'll even say, this is, this is how I'm figuring it out. I don't have all the answers. I'm figuring it out. Even now I could say, I have the insight inside answers within myself or myself for this moment. But do I know everything in the world? And I'm still, I I would say the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know anything and I'm just still figuring it out. But that's a powerful statement. (laughs) There's beauty and there's strength in that though. And there's then, then that opens the door to everything because then you're never going to just be, okay, it's just always like this point of view. You're able to grow and kind of like a tree and branch out to all the beautiful messages that are getting sent to you. 
from heaven uh, above and from the wind and from the earth and the sea and the other galaxies. I love that. I really love that. Especially the coming together to agree to disagree. I think we definitely need more of that because it's, you know, we're in this cancel culture. People getting canceled real fast. If you don't agree with a certain way and then all of a sudden you're canceled. Change the channel. You're done. <laughs> Subscription has been like, no, we should not be like that. Like we can learn from each other. Like, okay. Yeah. If you change your channel on us, then just come right back. Yeah. Come right <laughs> Come right back. Make sure you come back. Um, but no, I love that. Even with so, even within my Christian faith, like I had to actually step out and find, like, you know, I had this conversation with Jesus, like, you know, Jesus, I really don't know you. <laughs> I know what people <laughs> say about you, but I really don't know you for myself. So I actually sat on a journey for like two or three years. I like, I left the church, just went to go read for myself and like really wanted to find the answers and what I truly believe. And it was, a, it was an amazing journey. And it actually like, it strengthened my faith in him. I was like, okay. So I didn't even, you know, read, just find it out for myself. And mm -hmm. so that's, that's beautiful. Like you say, it's like, it was kind of like exactly what you said. The more, the more that I explored, the more I realized, I don't know a lot. <laughs> I really <laughs> don't know a lot. And I felt so much peace just, mm -hmm with that because I don't have to have all the answers. I don't, but I know what I believe. I know what I know. Um, and I'm not going to try to like pound you over the head and convince you of what I know. I'm going to sit with you and we're just going to chill. And if you ask me some questions, I'm going to share, well, this is what I, this is what I believe. This is what I believe. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. This is what I've gained from my journey. Um, Maybe some of this resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't. And if it doesn't, don't cancel me. All right. We <laughs> <laughs> also, Nick, just by being you, you teach, you, you don't, you know, you're already teaching all, all of your wisdom and your faith just by being you. You can feel it. You know, it's totally legit and genuine. And I, I, I am definitely a believer in you. Uh, thank you. Well, vice versa, vice versa. I love how you are you. And I really mean that. Like just your whole aura, how you come across, like you're being, you're so genuine. You are authentically being you in everything you do. And uh, I can, like I said, hear it in your music, your speech, how you present yourself, which is why you're on this podcast. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's how we found each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how I found all of you. Like I, I just said yes, and I explored and jumped, kind of jumped off into the ocean without knowing what was going to happen, and it's been fun. It's been I, fun who would have Who would have known you could write, you know, with somebody in Sweden and and London at the same time? Right now, there was some struggle when I had uh, London and Australia in my class with all these different time zones. You know, it's like Nick, this is too late. Nick, this is too early. <laughs> right. But it's so cool. It's just really like talking to all these people all across the world at the same time. So like, what a blessing Zoom is. And uh, they've made billions of dollars during COVID. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, this, this is, this is really like, like, if I were to say something amazing about this generation, this era, and why we were born into this, this time, is that we are utilizing technology 
to grow and to become better individuals. I wouldn't say that across the board. I think it's also being abused to some extent. Mm. But I would say this technology has brought us together and possibly could spearhead, spearhead us into a better future, like sustainable with the environment, with understanding each other. If we if we can just listen and, you know, yeah. what what are you going through? What are you going through? Tell me about what you're feeling or what, what, what do you need? You just need clean water. We should get you clean water. You know, we're, we're getting closer as a, as a species by being able to communicate like this or create beautiful music. Yeah, it's in, exactly. It's, it's definitely bringing us together more. And I love what you said. Like, I think that should be more of the conversation. What are you going through? You know, and that's, I love what you shared um, during when you played that song, um, you know, very sad that your sister's going through this and, you know, you lost your mom six months ago, you said? Yeah. Yeah, definitely our hearts go out to you. Um, but how you were being present in it, like you you said, like, I'm not okay, but I'm still present. I just thought that was powerful. Like, I'm still showing up, I'm still present. Yeah, you might get me a little teary-eyed or or uncontrollably crying, or you might get me completely silent, but I'm looking and I'm being here. And I said, yes, and I'm here. And it, you're helping me by being here. You're helping all by of us. giving me a window or an opportunity to just be myself and to, be, and to create at the same time a safe place where I could show up and I could play my music and express myself and talk and, and where there's no judgment. It's such a, I feel like it's such a, you're creating along with a, a few other groups, such a safe wise beautiful environment to be able to be together thank you that's what i hope this podcast is also representing so i appreciate you being here and why don't you tell the people where they can find your music <laughs> and whatever and, and your studio whatever you want them to find okay <laughs> <laughs> well um okay the first person that contacts me gets one day at earth star free Ooh. and i promise you I'll call you um <laughs> You, okay, so I'm uh, osmundamusic.com. Um, I'm also osmundamusic at gmail.com. Um, I'm uh, osmundamusic is my uh, Instagram uh, handle. And I think the same thing, you can find me osmundamusic also on Facebook. And we have some stuff on YouTube. And if you, once you contact me, I, I could get more, give you more of my personal information. Um, there's also earthstarcreationcenter.com. And if you just type in Earth Star Creation Center Venice, you'll find it. Like I said, the first one that contacts us gets one day in LA. Yes, don't Free sleep on studio. that. studio. And then Free how do you spell uh, Osmunda music? Osmunda is O-S-M-U-N-D-A music.com. Awesome. And like, I'll have like, a um, so the idea came from the first album is called Munda. So Mundo is Earth or our planet in Spanish. Mundo. So I changed it to the feminine. So Munda. Nice. I know I'm sure it's grammatically incorrect, but I did it anyway. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. And then Oz is of the, you know, so then I'm kind of like of the earth. Of the that's yeah. uh, that's that's a beautiful backstory. That's that gives way more meaning to the name. Well, thank right. you for sharing all of that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your journey. Everything you've 
gone through, well, you didn't share everything. There's a lot more, I'm sure. But just your journey and how it's blessed you and how your journey has now blessed us. So I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Oh my gosh, Nick, I so appreciate you. And I'm just like teary-eyed right now thinking about it. Like, you know, you're you're blessed, man. So thank you. And your family's blessed. I see it in their faces and all your friends. So bless you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope that you were super inspired from today's episode. I hope that it's encouraged you to have more conversations and not cancel each other. My goodness gracious. Uh, We're going to get into a track from Rebecca, Let It Be Easy. And I hope that this track just lowers your blood pressure as it did mine. (laughs) Y'all have a great week and I will see y'all on the next episode. Deuces. Let the world come to you.